0: Welcome to Cannabis School. I'm your host, Jesse Angelus, And I'm Brandon Elder. And we're here to talk to you about everything pertaining to cannabis, from vape, flour, edibles, strains, and everything in between. This podcast has been out just for a short amount of time, and we're already getting feedback. We're very excited about that. And one of the things that we had heard was, now if this is a cannabis school, and we're learning this, At what level are we learning this?
1: Some of the questions or feedback was, what is this three-letter word you're using that starts with T? What is inedible? So today we're introducing THC.
0: Yeah. THC is the active ingredient that makes you feel euphoric. And we like to say euphoric. It can be medicated. We can even use the derogatory term as far as high, elevated, whatever you want, whatever your preferred nomenclature is going to be, vernacular or words to get really simple with that. I read something this morning
1: in a book about it. The lady just called it the high chemical, THC. (laughs) It's easy to remember that is going to make you feel high.
0: Right. So THCA is tetrahydrocannabinol acid. THC is just a shorter abbreviated version of it, but THCA, Brandon, what is that?
1: That's the form of THC that's commonly found in flour on the female flowers before it's heated up.
0: Right, and and when you talked about female, to be really clear with our audience, the female plant of cannabis, and to slightly take a back step there, when we talk about cannabis, cannabis is part of the hemp family. There's several different derivatives that come from these plants. You can go sativa, it can be an indica.
1: Or hemp ruderalis.
0: But with THC, we're going to be talking about today, we're talking about not only the physiological effects We're also going to be talking about the psychological effects that it has with it. But there are several different things that may be a misnomer for many people. THCA is the basic form of that one that is not activated. And as Brandon had said, it's the female plant that gives us the desired effect over there. The male plant actually doesn't have any of that. Is that right?
1: Very minimal. You can find some THC like trace but, amounts. Yeah, but it's more commonly found on the female plant.
0: So females rule. Yeah. Right? So right.
1: females rule the world in <laughs> 2021 and in cannabis.
0: Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> That's awesome, right? I mean, it's all good. Uh female presence, so my life's a lot better with it. Now your life's a lot better with yeah, it. Yeah, I have no
1: complaints. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so THC, every mammal has what's known as an endocannabinoid system. This endocannabinoid system is found through our brain, through our immune system, through our respiratory system. It is found throughout our entire body. Now in the brain there's commonly found CB1 receptors and in the rest of the body are more commonly found CB2 receptors. Now the THC attaches more to the ones in your brain when you introduce other cannabinoids like cbd with that is more commonly found to attach to the cb2 receptors throughout your body your immune system
0: and talking to that one when we're talking about the brain receiving thc and how it starts to be able to act where they say it's the psychoactive effect which to be very clear psychoactive means that your mind is it has an altered state Many people feel that when you say psychoactive, that they think you're gonna make you psycho. I would say some of the negative misrepresentations is I've actually heard people saying, oh man, I was having these crazy visions of things and I was seeing things coming out of the wall. I have heard of having more of a psychological effect over there where they're actually having hallucinations on it. But that, it does go deeper into the more of the psychological background of that person. We can talk about the negative effects towards the end of this. That's where we want to kind of go away from this. When we talk about the psychoactive effects, these are the desired results that we're trying to feel. Being able to feel high.
1: Not necessarily hallucinogenic.
0: Right, feeling calm.
1: Most people don't ever experience the hallucinogenic properties that some people say cannabis can have right and and
0: if you've if you've taken medications such as Valium I have had Valium for going in for an operation or when I used to have really bad panic attacks I would take that one I would say the cannabis feeling that I get is very similar to that a very calming state, but not in a way where I feel so medicated that I couldn't get up and go do things.
1: The perfect description that I read this morning about what the feeling of THC or a high is, is coming out of a perfect yoga class or a perfect meditation. That peaceful, calm, relaxed, euphoric state that you feel. You can accomplish that through meditation, through breathing techniques, through yoga, through an amazing cup of coffee in the morning. Yeah. You know, so It's not to have hallucinogenic properties or to be melted into the couch. It's to (laughs) feel that uplifted, euphoric feeling of peaceful, centered, balanced, reconnected.
0: I like what you just said there when when we talk about being uplifted. I think that's probably by far, and, and maybe our audience can agree with that, is the feeling of uplifted by far kind of gets rid of the negative media influence, you could say, or misrepresentation that many have of cannabis is the feeling of being uplifted. I don't even like the term medicated because medicated sounds like I took a ton of pain pills and I'm just laying there drooling. Yeah, I like that. Uplifted. Yeah, it's like my background. I mean, I worked in in mental health for 10 years, and when you would see somebody medicated, they would have like this little Dixie cup, like full of pills. And it just hurt me to see them taking it. But there's certain psychological things that are going on that those medications are trying to help with. It's not an exact science. There's a good guess. Same
1: with cannabis, you know, introducing the different strains or terpenes or cannabinoids into your body. It's an experiment. It's finding which dose, which strain, which feeling is going to help you. Because not everyone's cannabinoid system handles cannabis the same.
0: That's a great segue going right into THCA, which is the raw plant. Nothing has happened to it. Pick it right off the flower. You could eat the leaves. You could eat the stem. You could eat the root. You're going to get a lot of that into your body. But the psychoactive effects that they talk about with how cannabis is activated isn't there yet. There's a certain temperature and we'll talk about right now where the common use of, of cannabis is through smoking it, through inhalation. And by far the easiest way to be able to do it is to burn it. Whether it's rolled up into a cigarette form, whether it's put into a pipe, those are the most common ones. But what's the, the temperature that it needs to hit? Brandon, you know quite a bit more about that.
1: So it's approximately 220 degrees. Okay, that is I was the... close. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So from THCA, once it's been activated through heat, so direct flame, but it also can be activated through you've stated it many times in our episodes that you can bake it. So literally baking it, people who create edibles will put it on a baking sheet in the most rudimentary way they have different machines to be able to help with that baking, which we'll go into more in our edible episode of what what it takes to be able to break that down. So with THC activated through smoking now you don't need to sit there with the thermometer with your lighter going okay did it hit 220 degrees <laughs> nothing like that but you're doing chemistry pretty much in a, in a very short form
1: in the most simplistic form it's chemistry
0: talking about cannabis cigarettes uh, what are some of the different names that they use?
1: Blunt is commonly just rolled in tobacco leaf. A joint is obviously rolled more in hemp leaf or paper. A spliff is a blunt, but usually wrapped with half tobacco leaf in there as well. So it gives you a little bit more of a nicotine buzz. Of course, there's all sorts of different types of joint wraps too. There's the palm leaf ones, which roll slower versus the clear, it's very part. translucent papers. Yeah, the translucent
0: papers. And of course, all the flavored juicy wraps. See, there's a lot. There's a lot when it talks about with the cannabis cigarette. I'm generalizing a cannabis cigarette because it's, I mean, it looks like a cigarette, right? Or it looks like a cigar. That's Mm -hmm. where you talk about with a blunt made with like a cigar. Um, Leaf, yeah. Yeah, being split open and then re-rolled. Knowing that when you burn it, that gives you the desired result. What's another way that I'm able to cannabis in a THC form.
1: One of the best ways specifically is going to be a vaporizer. Anything you can control that temperature specifically is going to give you a lot more calculated effect.
0: So when you're talking about vaporizer, are you talking about vape pens? So not the little
1: vape pens that are used with extracts, but more of the dry herb vaporizer, the Volcano or the handheld Pax 3. These are both very good dry herb vaporizers. So it just heats up that that flower to the perfect temperature puts that into a bag or you just pull it off of the pen much simpler process a lot different feeling through there
0: than you would if you were to actually smoke the flower you know we went from burning it so it's going to be harsh it's going to be harsh on the system it's going to get into there quickly that's why smoking is by far the most preferred way to be able to use cannabis because it's instantaneous like literally seconds after it's and then when you go to the packs in the vaporized form. It's not as harsh on the system, wouldn't
1: you say? It's a definitely much smoother feeling to inhale a dry herb vaporizer than it ever is to smoke.
0: Very cool. So let's take one step down from there. Let's take one of the most readily available, easiest to use is a vaporized oil that goes directly into your system. Definitely one of the easiest
1: ways because it has less smell. Even the dry herb vaporizers, you're still going to get the smell of baking flour. So it's harder to put into a house or an apartment if you live in an area that more people can smell it you don't want to have that a vape pen is going to be a much easier discreet way to use it but one thing to look out for with vape pens because they are concentrates the percentage of thc is higher yeah just like with alcohol the percentage calculates the amount you should be taking Now you wouldn't drink vodka like you would beer i wouldn't drink vodka like i would beer maybe some of you do but (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know it's that percentage if it's a higher percentage you're obviously going to take less so yeah. be aware THC percentages range from 7 10% all the way up to 99% on
0: extract you can see some flowers are tested they can get all the way up to like 20 and 20 plus percentage mm-hmm. Of THC.
1: I have had flour in the low thirties. Yeah, and really high percentage for flour.
0: But yeah. But that's so strange too, is it when you talk about flour, that's like a high percentage. You can see THC vape juice or our oil concentrates. The percentage is so high. Like I've seen it all the way up into nineties, like high nineties. Mm-hmm. And that's something definitely to be more concerned about. You don't need as much. And we had talked about that just right before we got on that when using a a vape pen, some of the things to look into is the higher percentages means that you can't just keep puffing away. You will get more of the uplifted effect (laughs) like that. You get more uplifted, uh, but it could go into a, a very bad state. So we've gone from vape so what's one more step down past that i'd say probably tinctures okay so tinctures are the droppers
1: Mm -hmm. yeah and same thing there you know watch your percentage watch your dose in each dropper because that percentage if you don't want to feel uplifted or euphoric try and keep your thc milligrams below five keep it very minimal introduce cbd into that
0: with a tincture am i going to feel the exact same effects
1: You're going to hold it under your tongue, you're going to digest it into your stomach, and then of course that processing of it processes into a different chemical, so you have a different feeling. It's similar, but it is slightly different. Tinctures can take 45 minutes or longer, so when you take a tincture, it's never going to be an instantaneous feeling
0: slightly different. Yeah. And it takes time. So does it turn into anything else? I know I've listened and I've read several different things with THC or they call it Delta 9. So Delta 9 THC, that is THC. That is what
1: we associate as THC is just the Delta 9 chemical compound.
0: Okay. Yeah. So when, when it processes through your body, it, it takes its time, it has to go through your stomach and then it goes into your digestive system and then it slowly makes its way into your liver and then it, works its way all the way back up to your brain so it almost has to go through just like if you took a pill because not all pills are going to kick in like right away some of them are designed such as a lot of opioids that people take it's designed to be fast acting but with cannabis i don't i don't feel that same i think it takes some of them are sooner some of them are later
1: i have had some edibles that are 25, 30 minutes before I'm feeling it. There are also other edibles that I've had that take three hours for me to feel it. Right. But be aware of that. It can take up to three hours for you to feel something, especially your first time.
0: And that's a perfect segue when you talked about edibles. Edibles are manufactured either homemade or produced by a company where they're in a gummy form. They look like fruit snacks or chocolates or put into like, I've even seen them in a breath spray. And yeah. that this, the, the, I'm glad we brought it, this one at the end of talking about different ways to be able to take THC. Now, with edibles, uh, this might be a personal opinion, but I believe that this by far is the most, you should be the most cautious when using edibles. There's very little research done on, on edibles. People say that it's way stronger than if you inhale it. Probably by far the easiest way to get into trouble with it.
1: Definitely, as we've found from friends and people we know who have had these type of experiences, edibles are the easiest way to have a bad experience. Yeah, to ingest way too much, too fast, because edibles don't hit instantly. Right. Like I said, they can take three hours. So don't eat one edible and think that it's been an hour. It's been two hours. I don't feel anything. And then take another one. And take another one. My first introduction to edibles was that same way. I've been using (laughs) cannabis for years. Had no idea. Took one edible. Waited an hour and a half. Didn't feel anything. Ate two more. Another. Oh man. Hour and a half later. After that, all three of them kick in at once. That was the highest moment I had ever had. It. Was not anticipating that. No, your dose.
0: Yeah, I heard a story about. Uh, I was in Canada where a man had gone to his cabin and his grandson was there and had made a whole chocolate bar. Like, and let's imagine like a Hershey's chocolate bar, not like the king size, just a good size one. And he said, hey grandpa, I left you something in the fridge. And his grandpa ate the entire bar and ended up in the emergency room with cardiac problems. It could cause issues, definitely, but it, the anxiety goes through the roof. And I think this is a great way to be getting closer towards end. So let's just talk about some of the negative effects that you could feel from cannabis and possible ways to be able to counterbalance that so starting with inhalation smoke too much of that your throat's gonna get raw you're gonna start coughing right drink some water <laughs> always right have some water <laughs> as far as science and, and studies done on it and again it's very limited but even the studies in kind of over there with people who smoke cannabis regularly they don't have any increased risks of heart problems, lung problems, cancer, anything like that. There hasn't been enough scientific data retrieved. At the same time, though, it's far less than any type of tobacco smoke.
1: The long-term effects of cannabis smoking specifically on the lungs is not long-lasting. It can have bronchitis sort of effects in, you know, when you're using regularly, if your choice of use is to smoke. But in cannabis use, when you decrease or stop smoking that has been seen to go away. So it's not lasting like you said with tobacco.
0: So smoking that's you're going to get the cough. Yeah, so
1: with cannabis use or THC the most common ones are going to be if you're smoking your throat's going to be more irritated. Right. Let's be real, you're lighting anything On and fire. inhaling it into your lungs. <laughs>
0: not going to be the best for your lungs right even the baking uh you're still going to get a bit of a cough you're still going to feel that it's not as strong
1: you don't get the same carcinogens But you're heating something.
0: Well, and I'm just talking about like the the surface level effects of it, right? I mean, definitely you're going to get that uplifted feeling. But at the same time, by smoking or inhaling it, you're getting the desired effect right away. But also knowing that taking too much. So you got to ease into this. If you continue taking it over there, you can feel anxiety. Paranoia. Yeah, paranoia. And those are by far the biggest ones.
1: And one thing I will state as well, it is very common to feel your heart race more. If you are ingesting more, your heart will pump faster. And because you are so much more aware, you will feel it more. Yeah. And it feels like your heart's pounding out of your chest. But if you sit there, you focus on your breathing, it genuinely slows down.
0: Yeah, I I felt those effects. One way that and I don't know if this is across the board, but Brandon had introduced it to me, where if you start getting that effect really high, it's a really good practice to having a high-grade, high-dose CBD tincture. Again, a tincture is a dropper, and by being able to have a full dropper, I had one instance where my anxiety was through the roof. I had taking way too much, I had inhaled way too much THC, and by taking a full dropper, within about 20 to 30 minutes a lot of my feelings have subsided not taking away my uplifted feeling but it, it brought my anxiety down my my high was much lower and much more manageable so I didn't freak out so I don't know if that's across the board Brandon you introduced that to me and being able to use CBD with THC products is that kind of the census that you have been able to see with yeah, other people
1: definitely with your endocannabinoid system when you have THC attaching to those more commonly CB1 receptors introducing CBD into that will lessen the amount of THC effects yeah. that it has on you. So nine to one is a fantastic ratio. So nine milligrams of CBD to one milligram of THC should counterbalance that effects okay. of the euphoria. So if you're not looking for that high, or you're trying to bring down that high, it's a great way to help manage that level.
0: And I would say, just on personal accounts, the in the tincture form, it's by far the best. Uh, and you know, you could definitely do an edible, but I don't feel that you would be able to get the right amount of CBD into your system. And again, high grade, when I say high grade, this shouldn't, and and I don't want to just knock down anybody just to knock them down. But if you're buying this from a convenience store, it's not going to be high grade CBD.
1: There's everyone and their dog selling CBD at this point. So just make sure it's from a reputable source. Make sure it's good quality because there is a lot of CBD out there now that 80% of it is not even hemp or cannabis in that.
0: Yeah, do your research. Okay, so um, edibles can fall in the same category. Uh, with the tinctures, my favorite way to do it
1: is actually just get those clear vegetable capsules. And I just put droppers into a capsule and ingest the capsule. If you don't want the flavor, it's a really simple, easy way to do it. Still get the same dose. Yeah,
0: absolutely. I, I like that. When when you have the CBD, when we're talking about THC edibles, again, that's we've already talked about the dangers of that. The danger is they are not candy that you can just eat one after another. You need to look at it the same way if you had medicine in a pill form, you don't take the whole bottle. So don't eat the whole damn thing. Yeah, take one,
1: <laughs> just like you would with a lower tab.
0: You know, if your
1: doctor's prescribing heavy pain pills, You're not popping three or four unless you got a problem.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So briefly touching on mental health. So when speaking about schizophrenia, I could consider myself closer to being an expert on that one, being able to work within severe mental health uh, field for about 10 years, knowing that schizophrenia shows up later on in life. It's very sparse as far as the information has been received and gathered, but they have found many different cases that THC can make it worse. And I could see that with the paranoia that can come from using THC. So that's something to keep in mind. But on the positive side, that depression, anxiety has been helped tremendously with the use of cannabis. That has had some tremendous effects. Both you and I have had that. Yeah. Same with pain
1: management, PTSD, a lot of other things. So if you have a feeling that this might be for you or questions, check with your doctor. Do some research on your own. See if it's a good fit.
0: Yeah. And that's a great way to end this is you need to listen to your body, how you're being able to take these certain type of medicinal products, whether it's to be able to help with some type of pain, whether that's mental or physical.
1: Of course. And as always, thanks for joining us and tune in next week.